If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. the jesse kelly show on a monday and we are about to get to medal of honor monday we still have lisa booth coming up a half hour from now to well we're going to talk about the beach i'll get to that here in a moment we have man just one of the more one of the more great examples of the level of deception that's out there now when it comes to wildfires and climate change and vaccines and i'll get into all that we have LA line to anybody, everyone and anyone, the CDC director secretly doing something with your kids. That's what I'm going to get to after Medal of Honor Monday, though. And then we'll do email roundup and all kinds of stuff. But first, I wanted to do this. Every single Monday on this show, we do Medal of Honor Monday. And by the way, if you missed any of our old shows or you want to go back, listen to the old Mondays, they're all there. We podcast every show when we're done on the air on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. They're all back there, and they're all worth reading. There'll be some repeats in there, but they're all worth reading. And we take Medal of Honor Monday recommendations. If you have some some kind of a personal connection or just one you love, email them. Also, your love, your hate, your death threats, your Ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday, email jesse at jessekellyshow.com. All right, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Every Monday at this time, We read a Medal of Honor citation. Everyone who's ever earned a Medal of Honor 
they do a write-up on him, on what he did. It's called a citation. They're, I want to I encourage you. They're all online. They're all online for free. We don't have because we're, well, because I'm this huge, important celebrity, Chris. <laughs> no, we don't have some special access here. Anyone can, can and should do these things. Do these with your kids. Do these with your class. Do these things. If these guys and their deeds aren't talked about, then they're forgotten. And if they're, if they're forgotten, it's like it never happened at all. Hi, oh, great Burgermeister. I have a request for Medal of Honor Monday. This is the email. Ross McGinnis came out of our small town of Knox, Pennsylvania, population 1,000. His bravery in battle where he gave his life for his mates is inspiring, as he was a, and he was a true hero. You could look up his story and maybe tell it some Monday. I love it. You honor those who serve and protect. Ross is one of those men. You can use my name. Thank you for your consideration. Her name's Diane, Diane Standish. Without further ado, here's the Medal of Honor citation. For a man you've probably never heard of before, but definitely should have, Ross McGinnis. Ready? Aim. Honoring those who went above and beyond. It's Medal of Honor Monday. Private First Class Ross A. McGinnis distinguished himself by acts of gallantry and intrepidity above and beyond the call of duty while serving as an M250 caliber machine gunner 1st Platoon, Company C, 1st Battalion, 26th Infantry Regiment in connection with combat operations against an armed enemy in Admahaya, Northeast Baghdad, Iraq on the 4th of December, 2006. That afternoon, his platoon was conducting combat control operations in an effort to reduce and control secretarian violence in the area. While Private McGinnis was manning the M250 caliber machine gun, a fragmentation grenade thrown by an insurgent fell through the gunner's hatch into the vehicle. Reacting quickly, he yelled, Grenade! Allowing all four members of his crew to prepare for the grenade's blast. Then, rather than leaping from the gunner's hatch to safety, Private McGinnis made the courageous decision to protect his crew. In a selfless act of bravery, in which he was mortally wounded, Private McGinnis covered the live grenade, pinning it between his body and the vehicle, absorbing most of the explosion. Private McGinnis's gallant action directly saved four men from certain serious injury or death. Private First Class McGinnis' extraordinary heroism and selflessness at the cost of his own life, above and beyond the call of duty, are in keeping with the highest traditions of military service and reflect great credit upon himself, his unit, and the United States Army. I'll be frank with you. I spent quite a bit of time in Humvees, Amtraks, military vehicles, helicopters of all of all kinds when I was in the Marines and specifically in Iraq. And everyone has their own thing, right? Everyone has their thing that that concerns them. I always worried about dying in these vehicles. I always were mainly because I didn't want to get, I didn't want the feeling of being trapped or being stuck inside something that's blowing up or burning. There was something unique about that that always got to me. If you ever do any studies on, on tank battles in history, like the battle of Kursk, if you're a tank battle guy, that's, that's the one you need to read, but there's all kinds of these battles. And when you get into these battles where tanks are blowing up, if you dig into the stories, and I won't get into all the gory details here, the stories can be really, really, really ugly. 
really ugly. The way you die, you're stuck in there, you're blown apart. They find some guy's head a hundred meters away from his body. I mean, they're they're they're, they're really bad. Or you're trapped inside and it's burning. I only bring that up to say this. You're in a hatch of one of these vehicles. That means I should explain. I, I'm, I should never do this. I sometimes talk past people who may not understand some of the military logo, military lingo. I mean, a Humvee, a Humvee is just what you've seen in the movies. It's just you know a military Hummer. And they have a circle in the top of it. That's your hatch. That's your gun hatch. And there's a few different weapons they put in there. There's a Mark 19 grenade launcher, or there's a 50 cal machine gun. There's a tow system, T-O-W system. What that is, is it's a guided missile system. You can take out tanks and armored vehicles with the tow system. It's really cool, Chris. It's really, really cool. But, but there's a bunch of different things you can put on there. But either way, there's a hatch. To have, to be in the hatch when someone throws a grenade in your vehicle, it's honestly like... It's a gift from God. You're right there. Everyone else below is screwed. You're up in the hatch. Your entire upper half of your body at least is out of the vehicle already. If you look at like tank battles and things like that, like I referenced, guys who live oftentimes were the guys who were up in the hatch. Even if they can't escape, they essentially get blown out of the vehicle. They'll lose consciousness, maybe be hurt, maybe be hurt badly, and some died, but it's your best chance to survive. You're essentially halfway out. You're out. Now, imagine the bravery it takes to be sitting in that hatch, private first class. So I'm making a guess. I I, I probably shouldn't do that. I could look it up, but private first class is not a high rank. We're probably talking about a 19, 20-year-old kid here, I would bet. You're up in a hatch. You're in a very scary environment and somebody throws a grenade inside of your Humvee and instead of just simply lifting your legs out, you choose to dive back in? That's crazy bravery, man. That's crazy bravery. So salute to Mr. McGinnis. Certainly earned that one. And you know what? I think you probably earned taps as well. No. A life well lived. All right. Climate change stuff. That's that's enough Middle of Honor Monday stuff for now. Let's talk about something. There's a there's a there's something radical happening right now with the media that's actually it's one of the worst things I've seen in some time. The media and quote science and the politicians and the billionaires, they are ramping up the climate change rhetoric and insanity at very, very just blatant lies at this point in time. 
they're lying. They're lying to you about everything. They're scaring people into taking action detrimental to themselves. And I'll explain what I mean here in just a moment. I know I owe you the CDC and kids stuff. I'll get to that too. Now, we just honored a hero, obviously. Tunnel to Towers honors these heroes every single day. Because it's not just the heroes who are gone. It's who's left behind. Remember... So many of these guys, they leave behind a wife and kids. It's not just that he's gone and gone at such a young age. I mean, we do. We picture them as old men. They're gone at such a young age. We're talking a young widow, young kids. How do you even begin to put your life back together after something like that? Husband's never coming home again. Daddy's never coming home again. I love Tunnel to Towers because they come alongside these widows and orphans of Gold Star families, first first responder families, and they help. They pay off their mortgages. They're building them an entire community in Florida. They ask you and me for $11 a month. Go to T, the number two, T.org, and sign up to give 11 bucks a month. Missed out? Catch up. JesseKellyShow.com. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And again, like I've been talking about over and over and over and over again, we have to have a reckoning. It's not only that the public health officials, that people at the FBI, Democrat and Republican politicians, and, and several others, people in government, It's not only that they have abused their power and abused the public in the past. We talk about all these things in past tense. Dr. Burks did this, past tense. Fauci, past tense. They're doing these things right now. It's not like they did all these things and they woke up one morning and thought, oh, dang it. Oh, I made a boo-boo. I shouldn't have done that. that. That was stupid. They're still doing them. Are you ready for a jaw dropper of a headline? CDC directs kids to secretive online chat space to explore sex change operations and having multiple genders. The chat rooms are called the Q chat space. They're advertised on CDC's LGBT health resources page. And they're run by Planned Parenthood. I'm reading this from the article. The Q chat space, which describes itself as professionally facilitated live chat group for LGBTQ plus teens, is available for bi slash pan youth. Pan. Chris, what's pan? You got a pink shirt on. Surely you know. Michael, what is it? Pansexual? Attracted to pans? What's it to? It's a, oh gosh. Anyway, it's for kids age 13 to 19, and it encourages teens to hide their chats from their parents. Now, if I was to sit down and explain to you that there's some online chat room trying to get your 13 year old boy to chop his penis off, you would be outraged, but you would think, okay, it's probably some weird gay bar in San Francisco or something somewhere. It's probably some activist group. No, no, no. This is the Center for Disease Control. Now, if the Center for Disease Control... What do you say, Chris? 
Uh, what does it have to do with disease? Well, haven't you heard of monkeypox? It has a lot to do with disease. Anyway, now the Center for Disease Control operating that means the highest disease control organization in the country, the public authority on this is trying to get your son to do this to himself, your daughter to do this to themselves. Why would they feel comfortable doing that? Is it only because they can't control their mental illness? No, they feel totally comfortable doing that because they don't think they'll ever go to prison. That's simply a fact. Until these people start going to prison, we don't have a country. We don't. We have some kind of corrupt banana republic, which leads me to this. Jesse Kelly, Texas Ranger, he says, gosh, the Texas Rangers were sweet. Well, are sweet. I know Texas is on an idiotic green energy kick, but hear me out. We know gas prices have nothing to do with Putin and more to do with us not drilling because Biden won't clear permits because he's a sleazeball. We know Texas is sitting on tons of oil. What's stopping Texas from saying, yeah, we don't care, and establishing their own permits or no permits? I'm sure there's a bunch of legal hurdles, but what could the federal government realistically do in response? I have an answer for that, but that led me right into this. Prince Harry, not that I think you give a crap about Prince Harry, he flew, flew almost undoubtedly on a private jet today from California to New York to tell you about this. I'm a time of global uncertainty and division when it's all too easy to look around and feel anger or despair. I've been inspired to go back to Mandela's writings for insight into how this could be. How he could experience so much darkness. Gotta be honest, I'm already bored. I don't like to hear royalty talk, so we're just going to skip over that. But there's another headline. Okay, you have Prince Harry. He goes on to talk about the, the state of climate change. And John Kerry's the climate change. And headline here, USA Today headline. Wildfires are raging in France, Spain, and Portugal as Western Europe sees record temperatures. Um... There are normal summertime temperatures for these places. Normal summertime temperatures. And yet every single part of the system seems to be locked in on green energy, including Texas. Remember, this is not just a Democrat problem. Keep this in mind. Red state after red state after red state after red state. They're all falling for this carbon is poison scheme. Let's build windmills and, and, uh, and solar panels. The question was asked, what should Texas do? Well, Texas, what, what they will do is nothing. Texas won't do anything. None of the red states will until we get brownouts and blackouts, which we will. We'll just get them you know, a few years after California and New York get theirs. But it does lead me to my point here. I can see because of the aggressiveness of the climate change people now, Because remember, they saw how compliant everyone was during COVID, and now they think they have their opportunity to cram all this stuff through. The climate change people are going to have a lot of gigantic wins in the coming days, in the coming years. Because of those gigantic wins, the world is about to experience real suffering. I mean, real, real suffering. And people who are old enough, gosh, there aren't many of them left now, We'll understand what that looks like. Remember, the Great Depression wasn't America's Great Depression. That was something that went worldwide, and there was just suffering and starvation and death and misery worldwide. 
This climate change stuff is going to send us right back into that, if not much, much worse. You ask about Texas or Florida or Wyoming, Montana, Alaska, wherever. I could see, you might want to write this down, guys. This may be a long con. This may be a long shot, but I could see Texas, Florida, Alabama, Mississippi. I could see red America. I could see this being the causation of separation down the road. If, if, if everyone starts starving and politicians start getting burned out of their homes, like is happening right now in places like Ghana and Sri Lanka, that's what happens when people starve. You politicians, you think you're very safe behind all your armed guards. There are no, there's no amount of armed guards that would stop you from an angry population that rises up and populations rise up when people are starving to death. That's just human nature. What's that saying? Society's never more than nine missed meals away from anarchy. It's true. doesn't matter how much protection you have. Nothing will protect you from that. I think if we saw a, a system-wide collapse like that, not just on a national, on a global scale, I think if we saw that, I think what we would see would be a red state break off into something different, which in the end would probably be good. All right. We're going to talk to Lisa Booth about the beach. I have said the beach is overrated. I get it for about a half hour to an hour, but then it's boring and it's not fun anymore. Lisa Booth thinks I'm crazy. We're going to talk to her about that next. And then we have news out about, well, ladies, if you've been vaccinated or know someone who is, you should probably hear this. Hang on. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. She even had to pick a beach song. Joining me now, Fox News' very own Lisa Booth, and obviously check out her podcast, The Truth with Lisa Booth. Yes, this is the very same Lisa Booth you all loved as she sat in this chair for me while I was gone. Lisa... I have made my thoughts known on the beach. I've made them widely known. I'm catching more heat than I've really ever caught today, which is saying something for me. I'll allow you, beach person, defend the beach. You have the floor. Show that song, obviously, for a reason. Just to further rub it in that the beach is the best. I don't understand how you don't like the beach. First of all, it's beautiful. It's incredibly relaxing. You go out there, you can lay out, you can swim in the ocean. There's exercise involved. You can walk the beach. You can go swimming in the ocean. Uh, There are like beautiful sea creatures. You've got sharks, dolphins, whales. Uh, It's a great little day. You can take the family. You can go out with friends. You can go out by yourself if you just need some solitude. So it's it's absolutely gorgeous and just the best place there is. I don't, I don't, I don't, I certainly don't want to uh, uh, cut in here, but I just want to clarify part of your selling point for the beach is that I get to walk in sand, which is actually more difficult to walk in. That's one. And two, I get to interact with more sea creatures like so sea urchins and jellyfish. And you actually mentioned, you mentioned my name sharks. So part of the appeal for me at the beach is the sharks, Lisa. Is that what you're trying to say? I mean, Jesse, sometimes you got to live life on the edge. Makes you feel alive. Okay, so, but... So, yeah. And then also, been... walking in... The, that's the point. Walking in the sand is a great calorie burner. And it's also just beautiful. Like, don't you want to look out and you see white, sandy beaches and that turquoise ocean? I mean, I'm looking at the water right now. You know what? You what know, do you, you're what right. do you not like about the beach? This, you this bring... is, Jesse, I got to tell you. <laughs> I normally... I give you a lot of retweets, a lot of likes, because I always <laughs> like what you have to say. This is the only time I've been offended. Okay. <laughs> look, look, look. Look, let me clarify. One, I agree that looking at the beach is absolutely wonderful and looking at the ocean is wonderful. And you know why I agree? Because I'm doing it right now. I'm actually on my phone looking at pictures of the beach 
and I don't have any sand in my butt. I don't have any sand in my toes. I don't have any jellyfish stings. I'm not sweating, but I can still see it all, and that's great. And you ask what's terrible about it. This is what's terrible about it. And I guess being a beach hater is not what I consider myself. I'll go to the beach for a half hour to an hour. Let's let's call it an hour. But let's be honest, Lisa. I have to haul a thousand pounds of gear out there between the wife and the kids and the coolers and the chairs and the umbrellas and everything else. I plop all that down. I do love to swim in the ocean. So I go take a plop in the water. No big deal. Then what am I supposed to do for the rest of my time at the beach? Lisa, read a book. So that's fun to read the book in 95 degrees in sand. It's not enjoyable at all. I can go read a book in the air conditioning. You mentioned exercise. I can exercise in a weight room in the morning. I can go uh, go for a jog somewhere. I don't go do exercise for rec- recreation like some kind of psycho. Jesse, can I tell you, I think the sand in the butt sounds like a personal problem. So <laughs> <laughs> I think okay. that's something maybe you need, to, you need to deal with and, and you're not real, you know. But to your other point, I mean – First of all, it's relaxing. That's what you do. You just sit out there. You can read a book. You can listen to music. It's just you hear the sound of the ocean. I mean, no, no, there's no better way to sleep than when you can hear the sound of the ocean in the background. There's just nothing like it. I don't, I don't, you know what? I think, I actually, I think I know what your hatred for is. It's because you live in Texas and you don't live in the best state in the country, which is Florida. You know what? That was an unnecessary shot. That was an, <laughs> again. We're speaking with Lisa Booth of the Truth with Lisa Booth podcast. All right, Lisa. On a much more serious and crappy note, Joe Biden just embarrassed us overseas. I know you saw all that the, between the fist bumping and the stuttering and everything else. And I've and I've been saying, and I'm I'm seeing this catch on now that Joe Biden might be out after the midterms. Let's assume they want him out either midterms or 2024. What's the plan? None of their backup plans look good. What's the plan for these crazy people? Well, if I was him, I would start having a taste tester because you've got Kevin Newsom's like measuring measuring uh, the <laughs> grapes while he's gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe they'll get the same guy that uh, you know took out Jeffrey Epstein. I don't know, but I'm just saying <laughs> it's uh, that that was interesting to me, right? To have Gavin Newsom come. I mean, that's like a knife in the back to. To Biden. So, and then you've got the New York Times now criticizing him and admitting what everyone can see with two eyes and ears, the fact that Joe Biden's old and has no business being in the White House. So I think I think they're going to get rid of him after the midterms. Uh, that's what I, th- I think they're getting ready to, to basically put him out to pasture. OK, they put him out to pasture. Dome is the backup, and we all know about Dome. She's not any more popular than he is. In fact, she's less popular, which is amazing for a vice president, by the way. Uh, you have Rear Admiral Buttigieg. You have all the backup options that appear to have been groomed, pardon the pun, that appear to have been groomed don't appear to be ready or popular at all. So is it Eric Adams? Is it Gavin Newsom? Who is it? But see, they don't see it that way, right? Like, they're still worried about the drag queen vote, which is maybe, like, 1% yeah. of the population, right? So, like, they, yeah. they clearly don't see it, clearly. But, yeah, I, I think maybe Eric Adams or, you know, I, I think that, uh, obviously, Gavin Newsom would fancy himself to be, you know, the, the next in line. But, so, yeah, I think they'll probably maybe look to Eric Adams or, or, or Gavin Newsom, or there might be someone who, who comes up. And surprises us, but I, I don't think it's going to be Biden. I mean, it's just uh, I think they're getting ready to to get rid of him. I just had a thought, Lisa. I'm sorry, I can't okay. let this beach thing go. 
Uh, <laughs> I think because the wife Seriously loves the beach offended. too. Just, you're such a smart man. No. I don't. See, I don't. I don't understand how you don't see this clearly. No, hear me out. Hear me out. I had a thought. I think what we have is differing perspectives because the wife. You, you know, you've hung out with the wife. The wife loves the beach too. In fact, almost woman. all of the beach pushback today has been from Dimes. I think Dimes love the beach because the beach is made for Dimes. Normal people, men, ugly chicks, they don't like the beach because the beach isn't made for them. What do you think about that theory I just came up with? But didn't she just make the case for men to go to the beach then? <sighs> okay, now that was actually a very <laughs> fair point. Now yeah. that was a... Now, now that I was, was so a f- proud of myself after I got the one in. That was very that was fair, one, but right? all right, fine. All right, Lisa, what are you having for dinner tonight? Um, probably the rest of my steak. I cooked. I had this like massive ribeye, and I cooked half of it for lunch, and so I'll probably just end up cooking the other half for dinner, so it doesn't go how, bad. How do you reheat a steak? Well, no, I cut like it um, fresh, so I didn't cook the other half. So I ah. put like salt on it, so it's basically like still like kind of marinating my fridge. So I'll mm. just cook it tonight. And I've been like just cooking it on the oven, but I like turn it up super high. So I like sear the outside. It's super crispy for like two minutes on each side. Very smart. That reminds me of me. Lisa Booth of The <laughs> Truth is with Lisa Booth Podcast. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks, Jesse. Look, I, she didn't change my mind. That was just a valid point she made about the beach. All right. That was a valid point. All right. Now, fellas. The lake is superior. That's one, two. No, Chris, it is superior. But look, we'll go into that in a second. We'll we'll go in. We'll go into the why the lake is superior in just a second, Chris. All right, but but two, fellas, it's important when you do go to the beach or the lake to not have boobs. That's their job. That's not our job to have boobs. Testosterone levels are half of what they were fifty years ago. We do have to keep ourselves in shape. We have to keep ourselves strong. And part of that is taking natural herbal supplements from chalk. Remember, I've told you guys about the male vitality stack. 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days. Again, natural herbal supplements. Ladies, female vitality stack. Also, I figured out what that cacao powder is the wife puts in the superfood smoothies she makes for us every morning. It's delicious. It's called Lit Powder. Lit Powder. Highly recommended. It tastes good. It makes those wretched kale things she put in there actually taste good. Go to choq.com. Promo code JESSE gets you 35% off the entire store. choq.com. Chalk.com. Promo code JESSE. He doesn't care if you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. It's been a great Monday, and you can watch me do the show, remember. I have a simulcast. You can watch me on, you have to go to thefirsttv.com, thefirsttv.com slash jesse, thefirsttv.com slash jesse, and sign up if you want to watch me do the simulcast of the show. Uh, I'm sorry. I thought it was too funny. I know it's a minute and a half long. I have to play this Biden compilation again because, gosh, what else can we do but laugh? The best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to 
anyway, from from Char, uh, uh, excuse me, from Charlotte, one another line going from in Florida down to Tampa of Putin's kleptocracy. Yeah. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I love that last one, by the way, real quick, because he just cut bait on it. He just cut bait on it, right? Including, I left it out. Yeah. I was going to foot him. The idea that um, Los Angeles and, uh, <laughs> and uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here? For two reasons. One, to. We haven't been able to communicate it in a way that is. Uh, um, let me say it another way. But the nature. Not. Yeah, yeah, it's really bad. It's it's really bad. All right. Mayor Eric Adams, New York City, he vows to turn this crime thing around. Oh yeah, I'm I'm uh, sure they will. You know what? Please tell me you can protect yourself. Are you in a place? Where you can protect yourself. Because before I get to these emails and something else, I'm going to go into something I shared a little bit about on Friday. But make sure if you run into somebody bad, you can protect yourself now. Uh, even in places where there are plenty of police, there's plenty of police protection and good, and good values in place. So often the cops just simply can't get there until it's too late. Can you stop somebody who wants to do your harm? To do you harm? Can your wife stop somebody who wants to do her harm? Your husband, your daughter, your mom, your son, can they stop someone? And maybe you're sitting there saying, ah, he's not a gun guy. She's not a gun girl. Hero gun is a non-lethal gun. It shoots pepper balls 100 miles per hour. When they hit, it hurts, and then it gets worse from there. But save lives. It's already saved lives of one of my listeners. The Hero Arrow, that's their new thing. It's, it's even smaller. Shoots this gel spray. It's brutal. Go to Hero2020.com and use the code JESSE for a special discount. Does not require a concealed carry permit. Does not require a concealed carry permit. Hero2020.com, code JESSE. Good gift giver, by the way, too. Hero2020.com, code JESSE. Comes in this fancy red and black case. I love mine. Anyway, all right. State restrictions may apply, I should point out. But something else I wanted to talk about, and this, there's no reason for me to talk about this. I should move on to read the emails and talk about this COVID vaccine stuff, which I'll get to in a second. But if you listen to Friday's show, you know we ran into a situation here. Chris was gone getting married for the 10th time. So Michael and I were here, and we ran into the situation of uh, – uh, Came out of the office. This is in between hours. It was in between the second and third hour of the show. I was going down to use the restroom. Stumbled into this homeless mother and daughter who were hiding in the hallway by my office of the building. Get out of the heat and the rain. And I, I'm not going to recap the entire story. We brought them in the office and we're feeding them. Michael was feeding them pizza bagels and water and everything. And we were just trying to get some food in them. And starting to try to find them a place to go. And I started and Michael started, we just locked ourselves in the office and just started burning up the phone lines, calling this woman shelter and calling that woman shelter and calling this place and calling this church and calling that church. Nothing. I finally ended up getting a hold of the constable's office. The cop 
shows up. <laughs> Great dude. And he starts making phone calls, trying to find him a place to go. Hey, you got a place to go? He's calling. The cop is calling shelters. The cop can't find them anything. Finally, we ended up having to put him up in a hotel for a few nights. And I'll tell you, it's been a very eye-opening thing for me, something I didn't realize. Because they showed back up again today. I paid for a few nights and they got out on Monday, had nowhere else to go, showed back up at the door. Can't get a hold of anyone, can't get a hold of any shelter. All the shelters are full. We have a problem and I have no earthly idea how to fix it or even what the problem really is. So I shouldn't even be talking about it, but it was just on my heart. So I wanted to talk about it. Why don't we have any place for these people to go? And I'm not talking about a government solution because we all know the government would just screw the whole thing up. I would think there would be homeless shelters and women's shelters and kids shelters. I guess I was so naive. I guess I thought there were more than there are. Remember, I'm not in some tiny town somewhere. I, I'm in the Houston area. Uh, Houston, I think it's the fourth biggest city in the country. Chris, Michael, is it four? It's, it's always fourth or fifth. It's always battling with Phoenix or fourth or fifth. But it's huge here. I mean, they've got everything you want. They even have Red Lobster. have everything you need. They're full. And I don't know what the solution is. How do you, how do you take somebody... How do you take a mother and her daughter who have clearly had a rough go of it, very clearly had a, a rough go of it, you know it by looking at them. How do you take them and, and not put them up in a room for a night? How do you take them off this path they're on and put them on a different path? And I don't know that there is an answer to that. And I'm, I'm sure I'll have emails. And please, you're welcome to email me, jesse at jessekellyshow.com, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. I'm not even sure what I'm asking or why I'm even telling you. I just, it was every now and then you get introduced to a side of life, to a part of the world you didn't know existed. And sometimes that's quite a shock. And sometimes, I'll be frank, whenever this has happened to me during my 40 years on this planet, it'll be 41 on Wednesday. That's my birthday, but I'm not going to bring it up on the show. In my 40 years on this planet, I've had a bunch of these moments where you get, you get some other side of life you've never experienced smack you in the face. And it really opens you up, opens up your eyes to how naive you were beforehand I am, as you hear the sound of my voice right now, in the middle of one of these moments. And I had a, a, a big neighborhood get together over the weekend, just hanging out with a bunch of my neighbor friends. And one of the ladies there kind of works in that field, that private charity field, and was talking to her about it. And I was asking, I was kind of picking her brain. And I said, so you're telling me there just aren't enough, there aren't enough facilities for these people? And she said, yeah, that's what I'm telling you. And, she said, and I said, so, I mean, what are they supposed to do? Just... Go out on the streets? She said, yeah, they're going to go out on the streets. And I'm still just trying to wrap my mind around that. And so I'm asking her, I'm saying, hey, well, okay, well, well how, do we, how do we save them? Right? How do we take them from that and put them into something else? And man, it sucked. But you know what she said to me? She looked at me right in the eyes and she said, you can't. That sucks. And I have no earthly idea where I shared that. But it was on my heart and I wanted to share it. All right, I'm going to get to uh, this, gosh, this headline about the vaccine. That's just friggin' terrible. And I'm going to get to a bunch of emails in the last hour. We're going to have a blast. Hang on. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.